0: This presentation is from Design Research 2018, held in Melbourne. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au. One of the things that we find uh, as a pretty standard theme when it comes to doing design research and in particular to introducing research into an organisation is that it requires as much a cultural piece as it does a practice or a practical capability type piece. Um, Henrik is going to talk through some of those issues for us, so please join me in welcoming him to the stage. Henrik Mueller. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Excited to be here again. Um, I'm Henrik Mueller. I'm leading the, the Google Maps user experience research team in the Sydney office. Um got a good team of researchers and growing currently as well, um, and we are very much working together with our designers and product managers and engineers on a day-to-day basis, so we're very much embedded into their, their day-to-day. Um, today, I want to talk about how we've been leveraging research methods, so methods that we use for research to bring culture change across the broader organization. And I want to start with talking a little bit about a philosophical question. Um, and the question is like, what actually is the ultimate goal of UX research? What is it that we actually are trying to bring to a business? Um, so I've been thinking about how, how I could answer that, because obviously many ways of answering that. But the first thing that comes to mind to me, the most obvious, and that's kind of the core of research, is we want to understand people's behaviors and needs as they use our products or don't use them yet or behave in, in their environments going, going about their typical day. And we have lots of research methods um, at our disposal for that. Um, I used this framework in my in my talk last year. I'm just looking at methods that help with self-report, observation, and immersion, and then on the other other axis, methods that go deeper into the why, looking at fewer participants or quantifying things where we need a lot of participants. Now, how can we leverage these things um, for more than just understanding? So, well, thinking about that further, um, there's a secondary goal to the deep to the understanding that is also, again, I think, relatively obvious. We've got to make sure that we actually create amazing products. We've got to make useful, usable, and desirable products um, for our users. So it requires us to work with design, with engineering, with product to kind of hit home what we learned from our research. However, there's more. Um, and that's kind of, to me, the pinnacle of, of a UX research team in an organization. And that is about bringing organizational change. It's about changing the organization and every single person in that organization to think about the user and focus on the user on a their, on their day to day. This is kind of what I'm going to talk a little bit more about today, some examples of we have, how we have tried to make that happen within the Google Maps team. I'll, I'll talk about two different um, projects from last year. The first one, which is actually a nice follow-up to the earlier talk by Scott and Donita, I'm going to talk about a project we called Poker Phase, which is all about building em- building empathy and building empathy, again, across the organization. So we set up with that primary goal of developing deep empathy across every member of the organization. Um, why, why, why did we do that? Why did we feel that it was important <clears throat> to look at empathy and kind of bring that more to everyone? Well, first, we, we run an annual survey at Google with all employees, and one of the things that came out there for our organization is that they felt we're not using user input enough in our day-to-day. So that was a good kind of like top-down signal in a way that allowed us to have a you know, focus on that. Also, on, on the day, during the day-to-day, um, so many discussions are happening about, about our products, our next steps, our, whatever features are being um, developed. And they often included stories from people's own experience or their partners or their kids or their parents. So we heard, we heard these things all the time, like, come on, we've got we to change that. We've got to broaden perspectives of everyone so that they can use stories from actual target users, not necessarily um, the people that are close to them or themselves. So so that kind of really, really reinforced this goal of ours to build this deep empathy for our users with every single person in the organization. A little bit more selfishly as the research org, uh, we had a secondary goal. And the goal was really to show every single person, again, what is that value of research? What can research bring to every product and to every person to help them during their day-to-day? We wanted to make them kind of understand what it feels like to talk to, to users, to interact with users. Um, and really demonstrate what the value is, and make helping everyone bring research into every part of the product development cycle um, to make even better products and focus even more towards our users. So, how do we do that? What What was the Pokerface project all about? Well, at the core of this, we would want that every single person in the organization to run their own user interview. Um, whatever form that was, a usability evaluation, an earlier stage interview, but everybody had to interact face to face with a user um, so that they can build up stories from that user, anecdotes, connect with them, um, learn a little bit of what, a bit about what it 's like to do research yourself and ask questions um, but we had to squeeze that into a very small time commitment because that wasn 't everybody 's job they were you know valued for many other things so so we needed to squeeze this all into. A three-hour time slot um, and for every single person and achieve that across the organization so well to make that happen there was a lot of prep work the researchers across um, all of Google Maps figured out what's our process what's our templatization like to to get that going which is very much similar to what Anita and Scott were talking about getting it like as short as we can as templatized as possible Um, We make sure we talk to the key people across the organization, the various teams to understand what their needs are and what the target users are, so we could then work with them and give them the right tools to provide uh, scripts ahead of time. So that was a bit of prep work that happened the weeks before. At the same time, we had to make sure we got the right users. We got people that use the features and products of each of those individual teams, so it's relevant to their day-to-day, and they actually connect with someone who is using the thing that they're working on on a day-to-day basis. Now, everything was packed into three hours when the actual um, interaction, the actual empathy building happened. And it started off with a little bit of a seminar. We had one hour where we just tried to get the basics of, of, of research across, but focused a lot on the moderation. Like, how, how are you going to moderate that interview? What are some things to keep in mind? What are things you should avoid? You can set them up, do a test, do a little bit of exercise, and then everyone was ready to jump into theirs. The second hour was the actual study. So we had... Dozens and dozens of users lined up, many, many meeting rooms and things set up so that they could now go and actually talk with actual users. We, we did this in pairs, so there's always a note-taker and an interviewer, um, and that was done by everyone, the individual person in the organization. So no, no researcher was involved anymore at that point. There was an important um, third step of, during that hour, and this is the, the debriefing about what the team had learned. We all know if you talk to one user, um, you collect that one anecdote, and we don't want our engineer to go back and change a product because of that one anecdote that they've heard. So there was an hour dedicated to kind of bringing all the insights from the various interviews that the team had back together so they have more of a shared understanding. You can start to identify patterns, turning that into some top insights. And then they're ready to roll and go and make whatever changes they felt came out of those sessions. So that was a really, really important step to kind of round this up. So the key here to all of this were face to face interactions. Um, the initial reaction was like, oh, "I'm just going to read your summary. I'm just going to read the report of the researchers that's way more efficient um, and they were hesitant of having that face to face interaction, but the feedback afterwards was phenomenal. People loved it. They suddenly had an understanding that they had ne- that they never had before, and they appreciated obviously a lot more of like what we do as researchers on a day to day basis um, now. Given that our goal was to get the entire organization on board, we needed to do a lot of marketing. The Poker Face effort is really about giving as many engineers, product managers, and other folks a chance to put themselves in our users' shoes. How many of you have problem talking to users? I think the average user is quite different than the average Googler, and I think it's a really great opportunity to try to understand a little bit more about what the needs of our users are. So how do you feel about that experience? Uh, I think think that's that's good. In order to run a successful (laughs) disability study, you need to have a very neutral face, and poker face seems to fit that. I'm hoping they're not actually having the actual poker face. I'm hoping they won't be just like, "Mm mm-hmm, the kind of poker face we want people to do. It's more like, hmm. (laughs) I've found over the years that every single time I take the time to watch a real user out in the wild interacting with one of our products, I learn a ton. The word empathy to me really speaks towards going beyond just a surface level understanding of what our users are experiencing and really building a deeper understanding, a deeper connection to the problems, the needs, the experiences they're having when they come to us looking for really important help in their lives navigating, exploring and understanding the world. At the end of the day you are creating a product for a user, not just for yourself. It's for everyone. It's good to actually connect that with the user. It's pretty eye-opening. Pokerface is an excellent way to understand how users use your product. At least try it once in your life. How does it feel talking to users? Think about how would it look eventually for someone can use it with with joy. Sign up for Pokerface. So I hope that gave you a little glimpse into how the Pokerface program ran, what the reactions were, but also this is the video we used to promote it beyond the smaller pilots, the smaller teams, to get our global organization, thousands of people to actually participate, uh, because we didn't want to enforce force everyone. We wanted them to sign up and and come to us. So what what was the outcome of that? Well, well, first we were blown away by the participation. We had over one and a half thousand people in our team take part in this, and. Um, we, we also needed, though, 26 researchers to, to run the show and set this all up to, make, to make, it sure, make it possible for in three hours to get through all of that with everyone. Um, we did this across 15 locations around the world, and it was spread over eight months. So it was a, it was a big effort last year. Um, but all that work totally paid off. Uh, we had so much positive feedback, just anecdotally, but we also were doing a lot of measuring of the pre- and post-surveys to see how perceptions may have just shifted to really kind of should make a, make a point for, for these efforts and to do this again. And we saw a lot of shift in people's perceptions about how easy are our, users, uh, our products to use, and how robust are our products. So engineers and product manager's perceptions had shifted, and they understood, oh, we actually need to make these things a lot easier than they, than they are today. There's a lot of work left to do. Um, what I consider as a much bigger success, though, is that how the conversation about research had changed across the organization down to every single person. The value of research had increased, and people were, you know, engaging with us way more now. So across the entire lifecycle of of the product development, so this is one of the projects that really, really helped change the culture, kind of from the ground up, of everyone who is building products and making these small decisions every day to think about the user and keep these anecdotes in mind as they make these small decisions. That was the first first thing we tried last year. The second thing I want to talk about. Um, Look, looks at that same problem from a different perspective. So while PokerFace was for the, for, the, for the individual contributor on the ground who was doing the, the individual work, we needed to get even closer to, to our executives, the executives who make strategic decisions for the years to come. So, so we, talk, we, we, we came up with a program to immerse our executive team across Google Maps into emerging mar- an emerging market so that they can take that understanding, in addition to their living in the developed world on a day-to-day basis. To so think about the strategy of the product. So, I talked about immersion as a research method last year, and I, I defined it a bit as um, an, a way to directly expose ourselves and potentially more people to the worlds of our users. Pure observation, embedding ourselves into what people do. So, we've taken that model and took it to the top level and ex- executed that with our ex- executive stakeholders. What were our goals here? Um, at the core, immerse the decision makers, the key executives, um, into, into, the, into emerging markets, into areas that our users act in and hopefully well, may already use our products or not yet, um, to really, really bring this home to our day-to-day. Um, second, we also wanted to make sure that across the executive team, there's an, an, a shared understanding of that market being built up so that everyone has the same basis to make their decisions on, to really align us towards one strategy as a product, because we now had a similar understanding of what was going on in the market, so it was much easier to, to make decisions uh, collectively. Um, so we, we decided on, on kicking this off last year, and we organized a, a one-week trip to India um, mid-last year. So what did we do there? Well, surprise, there was a lot of, a lot of prep again. Um, We had to do a lot of work to get this ready. The researchers were very involved in all the recruiting, the goals, the understanding, talking to every stakeholder and figuring out what is it that they really want to go after, what are things that they need to make better decisions for for years to come. And then we took them there for four days. And the first day was a, a pure immersion, as I had defined it last year. So we just took everyone out into the field. They got some tasks to accomplish, and they were kind of running around the cities for an entire day. It included intercepts. It included all kinds of tasks that, in our case, touched on all aspects of Google Maps that we're either already doing there or that we would like to do in the future. So so got a really good cross-section of just experiencing it yourself. The second day was taking what they experienced, but actually moving into deeper interviews with locals, Um, going into people's homes, into people's businesses, people on the streets, to really, really dig deeper and understand where they're coming from, products they use, needs they have, problems they have. This was a challenge for the research team because our executives would not do multiple days of these interviews as we would do to collect a thorough set of insights. We actually had to wet the participants beforehand to make sure these are not the outliers. These are the people that we know the patterns had emerged in the past. And they can talk to it in, in the right way to our executives because it was not a research activity. It was an exposure activity. We wanted to expose them to the real people with their anecdotes, not finding insights. Um, to, to again give a different perspective that was of interest absolutely to our executives is let's not just only talk to our users, let's try to understand a little more about the industry. So, so we had um, tech speakers from the local industry, um, startups, and, and bigger established businesses to come in and tell us a little bit about their approach to building products, their understanding of the market, and their challenges. So again, gave a little bit of a different perspective. And on the last day, we brought all these executives that we had split up in all these smaller teams throughout the week back into a room, and we reflected on all the things that everyone had heard. And the synergy now in these things coming together and already starting to form um, next steps towards a vision for the years to come was just, was just amazing. So again, a video showing a little bit of, kind of like what we have done, just a little glimpse into it. This is Delhi. This is supposed to be one-way traffic. But in Delhi, there is no such thing as one-way traffic. You have to be very careful while you're crossing this uh, highway which is very busy. Which route do I take to get to work is something that your map is able to predict. Google Maps have been like a savior in the modern time. So I think my map comes to my rescue and without this I would be crippled. If I'm supposed to travel alone and I need to reach at the destination and even if it is in the cab then I uh... Simply turn on my maps also because I should also be aware. Just to be sure that I'm reaching safe. I only use one simple app, which is Google. I don't have any other navigation map on my phone. These were actually some of the people that we had talked to in the kind of environments we were in. It's a bit, a bit of a too positive spin on what we experienced, but you can imagine there's so much that we learned that is absolutely not working. That, that we have to, have to work on. Um, so what was the outcome? We took 31 executives into the field, and these are all VP and director level people across um, Google Maps. We also needed 20 people to run the show. There were researchers, there were local experts, there were videographers, and many more that helped us actually run this on a day-to-day basis because we had to do it in such a condensed way and make sure the quality and the users and everything is top. Um, but over the course of that just few days, we had interviewed almost 300 people. So, which was amazing. So we heard a lot, a lot of perspectives from different people, a lot of different anecdotes that we could then bring back together. Feedback was great. Um, but what, what I loved the most is that, just like I mentioned before, that when people talk about their own experience and try to make a case for a feature or a product, and that's kind of a little bit too biased towards themselves, this, this was replaced now by the stories that they heard in the field. So they were talking, but you know, that person in Delhi, that would never work for them. Like, so we had, we had shifted that conversation on, on a day-to-day basis. And more importantly, um, they had all aligned towards one single understanding of that market so we could come up with a consolidated strategy now to address that market across the entire product space. So it's another, another way um, how we've achieved culture change at a very different level, not at a day-to-day execution, but more at the executive level, who was thinking about the, the larger strategy. Now, a third approach that I'm not going to go much into, but you've probably noticed, is videos. Um, I've become a strong believer in the power of professional videos. It's absolutely critical, especially when we're doing things at a larger scale across the organization. The two videos I showed were just a tiny glimpse at the many, many, many video deliverables that we had before, throughout, and after. Now, things like that don't come without challenges. Um, There's a lot we had to get through. Um, Getting senior level buy-in. For things like that, so it becomes a top down as well as a bottom up effort, um, the time commitment that the organization um, needs to invest into this, from going into the field for a week, but also spending three hours of an engineer's time just talking to users, um, the budget that we needed for running the show, including the videographers and finding users in those markets and so on, so there's a, a lot to think through, um, a lot that we run into. I'm happy to, to discuss this more in more detail later. but to, to wrap this up um, but we had done, we had used some of those methods that we typically use to understand our users to actually now create empathy and to bring our teams closer to our users. So the same research methods done in a slightly different way, without a focus on the deep understanding, more of a focus on exposure. Um, which led to the kind of like my three takeaways I want to leave this with, is that we it's important to enable everyone to build that empathy through face-to-face interactions. So finding ways to, to Get that done with an organization is critical, um, but also taking decision makers into the environment of the users of our users, absolutely critical so that they can think about it ahead. Um, and then leveraging professional videos as, you, as much as you can to communicate your insights as well as getting people excited about it. So with that, thank you so much for your time. I'm happy to discuss more later. This, and any, any questions please let me know. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this presentation from Design Research 2018. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au.